Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Widener Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike Widener Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and Paperback and Ebar. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target. Her truth is an illusion, and those who love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and Paperback and Ebar. Missing by Mia Molson-Z has garnered great reviews, and Eve 11 enjoys by how its celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and many else. So grab your copy today for Ghost Missing by Mia Molson-Z, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com. There are 40 podcast platforms heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. Also heard in over uh, 100 countries. Also on HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and a few networks coming soon. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, baseball gear makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson DM for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson DM. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific gentleman who's an actor-comedian from the Sacramento area known as Panish the Maniac, and he's also sang with uh, Primo, Ava, and served as a music director for um, Sacramento Theater, and he also uh, composed um, a number of uh, serial pieces uh, with the Jack String Quartet in Washington, D.C. He is also has a new podcast featuring various guests called host of a fumble podcast and he's also represented by nine nine you know you know taught by david thompson we had him on the show and this guy is just amazing as well he's gonna show off a little bit of stuff for us and uh why he's a maniac so live ladies and gentlemen from the plus studios in beautiful downtown sacramento the actor comedian from sacramento best known as Paige the maniac ladies and gentlemen we've got the multi-talented pajman amadi best known as page page good morning good afternoon good evening thanks for joining us today Thanks for having me, man. What an intro. I appreciate it. Uh, I, uh, I can put on my maniac hat, maniac hat at any point. So just let me know. <laughs> I, uh, Wait, I, uh, <laughs> well, you know, so you can just, so right now it's just like, as long as you have to run and get it, you can just put it on like this, you know, use imagination <laughs> and feel free to do so. So, uh, you're basically an actor comedian from Sacramento known as Pageant Maniac. You, you sang with Primo, Ava, and also served as music director for, um, the Sacramento, uh, theater. And also, um, you composed um, a, a, a serial piece with the Jack String Quartet, Washington, D.C. You have a new podcast featuring various guests called Fumble Podcast. And you also been represented by Nine Nine featuring David Thompson. And um, you're here to talk about your podcast, some of your works and everything else. And, sure. um, you know, just you being a comedian, if you want to you know, put on a little comedy show before you get into <laughs> all that, Pej, tell us how you first got started. Absolutely. So I... Um... I've always loved comedy my entire life. I've always been the goofball in the family. 
uh, <laughs> to an annoying level. Sometimes they, uh, they, <laughs> they usually, and, and other comics, uh, they can, they can empathize with that because it was, uh, you know, that's where we usually first get our, uh, uh, first taste. I, I really grew up, um, just when I moved to America at the age of eight, uh, which by the way, <laughs> I, I, I was born in Iran. Um, and I, uh, till the age of seven or eight, I was going to school over there and it was an all boys school. Um, and, and, and as soon as I realized that in America, the, the, uh, schools are mixed there, there's boys and girls. I was like, first ticket out of Iran. <laughs> I, left. <Yeah. laughs> I had to go, I had to get here and, and, um, no, I'll, I'll, I'm just kidding. But my, my parents, um, yeah, they weren't they weren't raised in the in the Muslim religion, which is the dominant religion in Iran. Um, so uh, due to that, there was some hardship. They they both went through some hardship as far as uh, sustaining their businesses and and also being able to just live a free life in that country. So as a result, you know, we decided to leave um, in '94. We actually left Iran and we came and we ended up in America. We had three choices. My, my parents had signed up for three different countries for visa for, for uh, refugee status. Um, and uh, it, was, uh, it was Australia, Canada. And then the third choice was actually America, which at the time, uh, the, uh, the borders were actually very tight in uh, America, speaking about America. B Bill Clinton was the president, if we all remember, uh, at the time. And, and, he, uh, and all of a sudden, we get a call from the, the, uh, the embassy saying, hey, America has opened its doors. You can go now, but you have to act quick. And my parents were like, absolutely, let's go. And, <laughs> and, and uh, before you knew it, we were here. And uh, I actually moved uh, to Maryland, the state of Maryland. And uh, I, that's when I really started to entrench myself into the uh, comedy world. And, and um, uh, for those who remember the, uh, the show In Living Color, I remember day. that. Yes, that's a classic. Drew Carey, the Winning Brothers, and all that. Yes, yes. yes. Jim Jim Carrey, yeah, Jim Carrey, and and uh, he was uh, actually one of my early uh, influences as far as his physical prowess and how how much he was able to give on each performance. Um, Fireman Marshall was a great one. You know, he was uh, it was one of his famous characters. Uh, Jamie Fox, though, more specifically. Uh, multi-talented uh, artist he is and and I started to really gravitate towards him um, I just started to really see uh, myself in Jamie Foxx I you know and, and I'm not gloating about my talents but I'm just saying that Jamie Foxx uh, was a great musician which was my first uh, entrance into the entertainment industry I was a vocalist singer he was the singer uh, he was a funny man with physical and verbal comedy that was genius. I, I thought I had that to a degree. I was a goofball all the time. <laughs> uh, he, he could do drama. He could play dramatic roles and he would, he would kill it. I mean, one of his greatest works was playing Ray, Ray Charles, you know. And, oh, and I remember that. That's where he won the uh, Emmys the or uh, Oscars, Oscars or whatever yeah. it is. Yes. Oh, that was fantastic. And he sounded like Ray Charles, actually. Absolutely. He was he he was um, I mean, it, he deserved that. I think he, he earned that and deserved that Oscar. Uh, it was an it was a magnificent performance to recreate himself as as uh, uh, Ray Charles. By the way, in the making of that film, he he asked to have his sh uh, eyes taped shut 
so that he couldn't see just to really feel what it felt like to be Ray Charles, which is to me like, you know, the, that, that is the measure he, you know, kept himself at. So anyway, you know, he was very uh, influential to me from a young age, still is today. And the fact that he could do that role and then be a, a comedic genius also doing stand up, which I also do. Um, and, and also being a great musician, you know, he's had, he's had many uh, number one hits on radio. Um, but yeah, so those two, I would say, uh, were my childhood heroes growing up, Jim Carrey and Jamie Foxx, Robin Williams also, um, rest in peace. And, and then the older I got, man, um, I just, I never pursued comedy as a career, as a professional career. Uh, I was really entrenched into music, which we can get into. Uh, and I still love music. But as far as uh, uh, comedy, I, I was 33 years old, three years ago. I just woke up one morning and I was like, I need to do that. That it just made, it, I can't explain it, but it was so clear. I'm sure you've had those moments when you just, when you wake up and you have absolute clarity with what you need to do with your life. Mm -hmm. we, we've had those before. It's like, a, it's like a, a precise moment that influenced you or you had a vision and everything. You keep going back to bed. Something wakes you up. I understand that. Yes. So yeah, exactly. And that's what happened. And at that, at that, since that morning, I believe it was a Thursday morning. Um, I woke up, I was like, I gotta be funny. Like I love doing with the family, I can do that as, as a professional. And that was the beginning of my uh, comedy career as far as stand-up is concerned. Uh, I st started, I, I always had the strength in acting and, and theater work because I grew up in music and, and musicals and, and uh, that kind of pulls from, you know, not just uh, music skills, but you need acting skills. So it was a great uh, way for me to develop both, those, both of those sides. But now the comedy career, as far as stand-up, was more new for me. So that was something I've been working at. And um, as of last December, I did my first stand-up, and um, I haven't stopped since. And I'm actually going tonight. Uh, there's a bunch of open mics here in Sacramento area, which I love to go to. And I've, I've, I've entrenched myself in that comedy community, it's, and I'm learning every day, which is the, the biggest win for me, the journey of, of getting myself to where I want to be. And, and and Coach Thompson has been teaching me so much, right? Coach David Thompson, which we both know, he's a great, uh, he's an actor himself. Um, he's a painter. He 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 drew. As, uh, that was his first entrance into uh, art. But um, yeah, I I've, I've been learning every day, and I don't think I'm ever going to stop learning because I think that's the point. Uh, that's amazing too. And uh, who are some other favorite stand-ups uh, growing up? Growing up, stand-up comedy comedians. Um, I really like Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg was a great uh, influence to me as well, just because of uh, the way he just, he would do 25 unrelated jokes. But, oh, wow. You know, he, um, he was able to just do observation uh, at, a, at a very high level. Um, I thought he was great, uh, also gone too soon. Um, one of my current uh, comedians that I really look up to is Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, he's born in Chicago. He's an Italian Sicilian uh, uh, comic, and his his storytelling, and, and that's what I do a lot of uh, on on stage. I do a lot of storytelling, and I'm very animated. But um, to really like when I see Sebastian Maniscalco on stage, it really, I, I just it makes sense to me. Like at every point of his act, so I could I would tell you like uh, those two come to my head right now. Of course, there's millions. Robin Williams is great at his animation on stage. Um, and, and more so the type of people they were, you know, off stage. that was really, uh, 
what really influenced me. So, uh, mm. yeah, those are the guys. How, how, how so they influence you backstage? You uh, you mentioned that. Yeah, off stage they would. I I the the type of human beings they were, and and, and I mean Robin Williams to me. Uh, I mean he's ha he's been in in front of Congress talking about you know helping the homeless. He's always thinking of giving back, right? He was always. Uh, he never got caught up in the fame. I, I, and, and, and I think that's a huge lesson for me. Like he never lost his humanity. He, he was always in touch with, with giving love, you know, giving, uh, uh, he was passionate about helping others. Um, and, and I think that's something I, I hope I can be even close to Robin as far as, you know, the type of human being he was. And he was always sweet to everybody. I've never heard one story of Robin Williams being a jerk to anyone. So, you know, and that's, that goes a long way, you know. And that's, mm -hmm. why he was, that's why he was loved by so many people. Chris Farley was another one like that, you know. Mm -hmm. I remember him, yes. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're great. They're great uh, influences on me. But um, I would honestly tell you my in, – in the overarching – umbrella of just entertainment my biggest absolute biggest influence uh that got me into the uh to take entertainment seriously from my music days was freddie mercury oh was, yes uh yeah good old yeah. uh good old freddie from queen i remember um you know listening to him when uh when that when he was with queen came out in 73 i said this guy was something special absolutely absolutely and um again you know he was more than just an artist, I feel he had so much more to him. Um, I feel like he had he he died uh, very young, of course, to uh, to the uh, AIDS pandemic that took over the nation in the eighties um, and or the world, I should say. But um, I feel like he had one hundred fifty years of knowledge and wisdom within him, you know, and, and he was just so vibrant. Um, and I just connected with him from the beginning, you know, Queen, uh, it really got me into rock and roll. I really, uh, and then I, that's when I got into the band Prima that you mentioned. Um, and, you know, we toured in, in the 2008 through 2010 out here in Sacramento area. And um, I think my favorite thing about Prima was the fact that uh, all five of us from diff were from different backgrounds. Uh, huh, that's background. interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was the Persian kid. Uh, lead singer and then we had uh, Tyler who was our rhythm guitarist and singer too so he had songs he would lead on our lead guitarist was half Japanese half Irish our bass player was Mexican our drummer was African American and it was just a beautiful mesh uh, of these uh, diverse group of people and I loved them all dearly we went on hiatus obviously we all got married that was uh, one of our <laughs> challenges. <laughs> the dump all the business. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, you know, but it was cool while it lasted. Uh, I'll never, you know, forget that. It was a really good time. I was young. I was in my early 20s. Um, but it was amazing, you know. And and mm -hmm. then I finished college at UC Davis. And, and my last quarter was, uh, as you said, in Washington, D.C. And when that's when I composed my serial piece for the Jack String Quartet. Um, that was an experience too. Three months. By the way, writing a string quartet for the first time and only having three months to do it is like telling me to run a mile in 30 seconds. 
wow that is something you know some let's talk about your jack string quartet experience along with uh more and prima ava and more and being a a a music director at sacramento theater but first listen to the mike widener show at the mike widener show.com powered by soundcraft studios visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for early needs look at a professional website without breaking your budget soundcraft studios is the answer soundcraft studios offers fast affordable custom web designs at below the competition way call today 1-800-303-3960 that's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at soundquabstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Soundquab Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Mosenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Mosenzia. Available on Amazon, paperback, and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson has garnered great reviews in Eve 11 endorsed by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by Mia Molson available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms heard in over 100 countries, including HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and more. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today for great gift ideas. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia for great books, merchandise, and more. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. You're here with the amazing actor, comedian, and also a musical genius from Sacramento, best known as Paj the Maniac, Pageman Amadi here on the Mike Widener Show, best known as Paj. And um, we talked about his uh, comedy career, which is um, on the verge of taking off and uh, get a bit more into that. And um, you also sang with Prima as well, too, and uh, Ava, and you served as music director with um, the Sacramento Theater and uh, being um, composing serial piece with the Jack String Quartet. So what was that? Was that considered like um, a, the final thesis or like a final exam, um, you know, prior to um you know, graduating from UC Davis. So was that presented or was it more of a choice given to you? No, no, it was, it was, um, I, I, so I majored my, my bachelor was in music, uh, focusing on theory. And one of the requirements was to compose a piece. Um, and it was a study abroad program. It's called the UCDC program in Washington, DC. And, um, uh, our professor was from UC San Diego. Uh, so, uh, and he was, a, he, oh my God, he was a great uh, music director himself. And um, yeah, he gave us three months. He said, we're, we're, we're writing uh, uh, pieces for the string quartet. It didn't have to be a serial piece. I decided to do a serial piece. Um, and uh, basically day in and day out, I was uh, writing and editing, writing and editing, learning a software, uh, Sibelius, which is what we use to, to r- compose the pieces. And um, uh, constant review, con- it, it, was a, it was definitely, uh, I, I want to say it was a sprint, because um, any composer can tell you that uh, to really write a piece that is uh, half decent or half represent, you know, uh, presentable, you need more than three months. Uh, but, but we had three months and it was a project and it was, um, I made the most of it. And, and the fact that the, you know, the amazing, uh, multi-talented string quartet, uh, the Jack string quartet, uh, who are based out of New York, uh, were sweet enough and kind enough to play our pieces was such an honor. Um, but yeah, my piece was called 
play on words. Play on words. That's interesting. Yeah, it was called play on words. And it was a poem that I had written. And I literally created a, a formula to convert the alphabet of that poem into musical notes. And so what, it, what ended up happening is I had to assign uh, specific uh, note values and also pitch values to, to each um, uh, letter. And, and what came out of it, it, it actually ended up sounding pretty uh, good, if I could say so myself, as far as it making sense. It was called a serial piece. And for those who don't know, serial pieces don't uh, make sense to the naked ear at first. It's not a, uh, it's not, I mean, for lack of a better term, it's not comparable to like pop music that, that is very uh, obvious in, in sections. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was not, uh, there was not an intro. Uh, it, it doesn't have like an intro, a verse, a chorus, a verse, a bridge. It, it, it's not set up like that. Um, the patterns are more, uh, uh, serial based. It's, it's more on a mathematical equation, which basically is what I created to, to, uh, compose this piece. But yeah, it was an amazing experience. They performed my piece, um, and there is a recording, I believe, in the UC Davis uh, archives somewhere. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was um, 2012, uh, and actually, I got into teaching music uh, right out of that. Uh, I started teaching music right right after I graduated, and I actually stayed in the Washington D.C. area for about a year and a half. Um, until I brought that teaching experience back to California and Sacramento. And uh, I continued teaching since then up until now. I still teach. That's my day job, if you call it, which is mm-hmm. a great, great job to have. I can't complain because, um, you know, it's, it's still something I love to do. Obviously, comedy and acting is my uh, now and future, and I'm building that. Um, but, yeah, I, in a perfect world, I want to I combine the three, you know. Uh, <laughs> you mean a comedy routine while you're teaching that'd be something <laughs> <laughs> well meaning like combining music with my comedy and acting you know because like i always another comic that's also a musician that i look up to is adam salmon oh yes one of my favorites yes happy gilmore that's a classic <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but you know if you've seen his stand-up routines he's, he's usually playing music he has a lot of comedy albums where he's singing um, playing, you know, and his, obviously his lyrics are comical. Uh, he's got the, uh, eight days of Hanukkah song, which is very popular. Um, but anyway, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'd love to, and there are many, many artists. One of my friends actually, uh, J.R. de Guzman, he's, he's starting to really, uh, get big now, uh, and he's touring the States, uh, with his comedy. And he's, he, he was in my uh, class, one of my classes at UC Davis, um, we were in gospel choir together, and uh, what's funny is I didn't know he w- he had such a great comedy touch until I just rediscovered him in the comedy world, and I'm like, wow! And he's doing great. He has uh, he's on Netflix now as well, and he's he's doing really well, and I'm happy for him. Um, but yeah, he has the guitar, and he's always playing, um, and, and he's doing great. And and uh, I wish him the best. And but yeah, um, I haven't introduced my musical uh, skills onto my comedy work yet. I'm really focusing on uh, really getting comf- a comfortable lane in my uh, comedy style. Uh, so once I get that down, then I can start bringing it in. And you've also been the uh, music director at uh, Sacramento Theater as well, too. And uh, tell us a bit about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, used, I was working with Sacramento Theater Company in uh, 2016 to 2000. 
uh, 18, I believe, right before the pandemic hit. Um, we were, uh, I was directing some musicals for, for children uh, in elementary school and middle school. Uh, I directed some Disney uh, productions, uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, uh, on Broadway for juniors, and then also Lion King for juniors. Um, and that was a fun experience. Uh, I since, um, aside from my private one-on-one -on -one lessons that I teach uh, uh, daily here, um, I became the musical director at a private school also since then. And I've been teaching, I've been working with them. Um, and, and that school is here in Sacramento and, uh, it's a good, it's a great experience. They're, a, uh, they're a lovely, uh, staff and they're very, um, they're very flexible with me because they know I have, a, I wear a lot of hats. So, <laughs> 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 but I love it, man. It's, it's, um, I've kind of created this world for myself and, Honestly, um, I wouldn't have it any other way because the, my uh, my parents, you know, took a big risk leaving Iran uh, for a chance for their two kids, my sister and I, uh, to to have a chance at, at at our goals and our dreams and the education. I you know I got my education with UC Davis, uh, but but now I, I'm I'm able to pursue these dreams uh, because you know my parents are, are were musicians too, uh, but they never really were able to pursue that um, given the circumstances. Um, so, you know, I, I, I see it as, as me taking what, uh, they gave me genetically and, and taking it, uh, to the distance, you know, and wherever that takes me, that takes me because I, I love the journey. One of my heroes is Kobe Bryant. And he always says the dream is in the journey, not their destination. And that's a, that's a huge lesson that I keep with me every day. Mm -hmm. And that certainly is true as well, too. You also have a podcast that you also got going as well. And uh, we'll talk about that in just one minute. You listen to the Mike Widener Show at the themikewidenershow.com, powered by SonicWeb Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, International Warring Author, Mia Molson, The Missing, available on Amazon, paperback and ebook. We'll be back with the multi-talented actor, comedian, and uh, musical genius, Pajaman Amani, best known as Pajamaniac, after this time we're back with uh, Pajman Amani, best known as Pajmaniac here on the Mike Wagner Show. We talked about some of his um, acting chops, comedian chops, and also, you know, some music as well, too. And you also host a podcast called the Fumble Podcast. It's P-H-U-M-B-L-E. A little bit of play on words. And uh, tell us more about that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. That was actually the inception of uh, what I said earlier at 33 when I just I needed to to pursue comedy and and pursue acting as, as my career, uh, um, until I retire from all, all types of work, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I wanted a podcast. I, I had an idea for it. Um, the name fumble actually came to me, uh, just like, uh, other creators and creative people. Um, it came to me in the middle of the night as I was, uh, dead asleep <laughs> and it, I woke up at like 3 a.m., I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I love sports. I love, I want it to be something that is a play on that, but also it incorporates, uh, music. Um, there's a song out uh, called be humble, uh, B E humble. It's a, and, and, and I'm always, uh, working on staying grounded as much as possible. And in, in a crazy way, I was like, well, Fumble is a is a no no in football. <laughs> you don't mm -hmm. want to unless you're playing for the Detroit Lions or Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I shouldn't say the Bengals. You know, they all all won Super Bowl, but the Lions or some of the other bad teams. That sounds like common to them. Hundred <laughs> percent. 
I'm a Washington fan, which uh, we're called the Commanders now for some reason. But uh, <laughs> it's um, uh, formerly known as the Redskins, and they changed their name, uh, rightfully so. But uh, I know about bad teams is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, yes, fumbles. I've seen a lot of them with uh, being a fan of that team. Uh, and they fumble not only on the field, but off the field as well. Um, yeah, so I was like, fumble, that's cool. Let me respell that with incorporating my, uh, my name. So what I did was like, okay, well, my name is Pej. Why don't I lowercase that P to show humility? Uh, and then I capitalized the H. And so that's why it reads fumble with a capital H. And, and the P is lowercase. Oh, I see. So it's just like, like a pH balance. That's how I see it. It's almost <laughs> like a pH balance. Yes, I think I'm getting it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So Fumble Podcast. And of course, I had one of my close friends on for episode one, which was back in February of 21. And I haven't stopped since. And I've had a lot of mentors talk to me about, you know, how to edit it and improve it. And, and I loved it. Um, and I, I, I don't plan on stopping it. And it's based on purity. It's based on learning. It's based on togetherness and bringing in all walks of life. And of course, comedic relief here and there. Uh, because um, I've had all walks of life literally on, that, on this podcast. I've had uh, people who've been incarcerated, who've been released from prison, and they share their experience on the episode. I've had, um, I've had uh, people who were, who were on suicide watch have come on and talked about their experience surviving that people who were, who had addiction issues, people who are just actors, people who are comics, people who are just entrepreneurs. Um, there's no limit. And of course, females, males, uh, all, any, anybody is welcome on my show. Um, if I'm interested in learning or, and if I, if I, more importantly, if I see that there's an audience that can learn from their experience, I'd love to have them on. Hmm. That sounds really interesting. Almost like a, a chip off of, um, I've, I've heard some of those too. That's really nice. Almost like a variety show in a sense. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's like my own daytime podcast show that uh, I came up with. Um, and, and the best thing about it is it really improves my um, uh, hosting skills, which uh, translates onto my other uh, elements of my career so mm -hmm. that's really interesting you're doing a great job of it by the way Pej. and uh, where can we find your podcast and all your works at absolutely my uh fumble podcast uh look it up on youtube it's on youtube it's also anchor.fm forward slash fumble podcast again that's p-h-u-m-b-l-e podcast one word um uh, uh my socials uh also link to to all of that and it's Pej the maniac on all social media instagram twitter uh, TikTok, I'm on Fanbase, uh, uh, Snapchat even. And, and um, yeah, you can find uh, Fumble Podcast social media as well on, on all of those same uh, social medias, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and uh, YouTube, of course. is And, and of course, I have video on uh, YouTube of the podcast as well as Spotify. So those are the two places you can uh, view the episodes uh, and you can listen to the episode on all other podcast platforms. So. We certainly check that out. And we're going to get with the amazing uh, Pej Maniac, uh, Pej Amadi here on the Mike Wagner Show. And, um, you know, just a couple more things. We'd love to have you back as we continue to watch your career grow and everything else. Like to see you do more stand-up comedy and, um, you know, get on some of the networks as well, too. And uh, have you thought about America's Got Talent or um, American Idol or anything like that? America's Got Talent's always looking for comedians. 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, one of the Sacramento comics, actually, uh, Mikey Winfield, is on America's Got Talent right now. And um, uh, I'm lucky enough to, to, to know him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have thought about it. I, I, uh, from my musical side, I, was on the, I, I, I tried out for The Voice uh, twice. And, um, but uh, I'm, I'm working, on, working my way on to Amer uh, potentially getting on to those uh, shows. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur uh, at heart as far as um, the business side of all of these uh, ventures that I'm pursuing. And um, I love to put uh, Sacramento on the map even more as far as uh, the comedy scene is concerned. Um, there are so many talented comedians that come from Sacramento. Uh, and my goal, uh, my immediate goal right now is to put on my own show for a comedy show uh, with a few friends from the comedy world here. Um, and so stay tuned for that because I will be advertising that on my, uh, uh, on my channels. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, America's got talent is great. Uh, it's a great way to get our names out there. Um, I'm looking, I'm working on, on building enough material to have a one hour special as far as a com uh, my comedy works. So that's, uh, that's in the works. I'm about 25 minutes. Uh, I got solid material for 25 minutes of, uh, consistent uh good uh jokes that i've had a good response to luckily so that sounds amazing too we're looking forward to it as well too and uh what else can we expect in 2022 and beyond Pesh? 2022 i'm looking to grow my channels i do more um, i'm working on uh, collaborative work with other uh comedians and actors who are interested in sketch and satire comedy i i've already worked with a few one is brace nettles the other one is stephanie ross they're two comedians out here um, I've had uh, Kendrick Williams, another uh, comic from this area, and Nelson Powell, um, uh, all hilarious comics that have, have featured on my channels uh, as far as my sketch comedy. Again, it's Pej the Maniac on TikTok and, and Instagram, uh, fan base, uh, and they're all on YouTube as well. So you can find uh, those videos on there. Um, and I'm looking to grow those, that audience. So follow me, please. Whoever is listening to this show, give me a follow. It'll help me a lot. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, trying to uh, get to a good number of followers and subscribers by the end of 2022. Um, and hopefully, uh, and I'm working at it, uh, land my first role in a, in a show or a film uh, from my uh, auditions, from my acting side as well. So certainly looking forward to it. Sounds like you got a great star page and who you consider your biggest influence in your career. Biggest influence, honestly, it has to be Freddie Mercury. I, I keep going back to him because he was, um, he really gave me the freedom to pursue this being a uh, Persian uh, artist like my, like he, he was um, and, and entering the Western countries uh, and, and, you know, uh, showing that, uh, per, uh, you know, being, being a, a kid from the Middle East, um, uh, although he was, you know, raised in Zanzibar, which is now known as Tanzania. But he was, uh, he was ancestrally, he was Persian. But he went to England and London, uh, and, and I came here to America. Uh, so I would always, always say Freddie Mercury really showed me that anything is possible. And, 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 and the only thing stopping us is, is ourselves. So I've, I've been really working on just breaking all those walls down. And that's very true. You're doing a great job of it. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? The best advice is don't overthink any move you want to make. You overthink it 
and you will stop yourself from doing it. I guarantee it because I've done it. So don't overthink. As soon as you feel good about a project or a creative outlet, just do it. Just start. The first step is just start. And the, honestly, my first step sometimes is just get up and go walk outside. And, and it helps my mind clear. And then I, and I build on it. Write things down. Create a vision board. These are, these are great ways. Uh, in order to stand out, you have to do things that most aren't willing to do. And that is put pen to paper or, or with technology today, you can just turn on your phone and record your ideas. It's a great way to get it out there. And, and go in the communities. There's easy ways to find the communities you're interested in and, and, it, you, and see how it may, immediately it motivates you to, to continue building on that. That's really interesting. I like that idea of not overthinking. So don't you do it, people, either, okay? So <laughs> we're here with Pajamaniac, Pajman, Amadi here on the Mike Wagner Show, actor, comedian, and um, music extraordinaire from Sacramento. Pajma, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live have you back. And um, once again, tell us about your upcoming projects, what's your website, how do people contact, or can people um, check out your works and check out your podcast? Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. First of all, Mike Wagner, I love your show. I love the, the format. Um, I'm, I'm taking notes as, as I'm a guest. I'm taking notes for my own podcast. It's a great way, uh, great idea with, with how you uh, pace everything. Very good. Uh, and it was an honor to be on here. You can find me. Uh, my link tree is on my, uh, uh, on, on my social medias, but it's uh, link, link tree uh, uh, forward slash Pej the Maniac, P-E-J. T-H-E-M-A-N-I-A-C. We will certainly check that out. Once again, Pesha, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live, I'll be back. We wish you all best. And Pesh, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you so much, Mike. And I look forward to being back. And I'd love to have you on Fumble Podcast. So we'll be in touch.